Welcome to another Big Presentations minicast. Let's get going. Today, I want to share with you three powerful presentation content options. But first, let's think about matching the content to the audience, because you remember that your words are powerful. They should support the goal that is leading toward your bigger hope. You know your audience, you know your crowd, and you've identified how your content highlights audience benefit. And now you seek to create the most effective presentation for this specific situation. So you sit down and you begin to plan the specifics of your message. Hmm, what to do? What content pieces would be the most effective? How can you best move the audience in the direction of your goal? To persuade the audience to change, you must provide relevant facts and compelling reasons. As you do this, keep an important fact in mind. The audience wants to know what's in it for them. What are some presentation content options that allow them to understand what's in it for them? Well, let's take some time to slow down and consider three presentation content options. The first is statistics. There are many ways to share statistics. Charts, graphs, tables, and word clouds can all be useful when used appropriately. Now, be careful when using charts and graphs because it is easy and could be tempting to crop your visuals in misleading ways. Not only is this morally wrong, but it's also risky. If you seem deceptive, it'll take a long time to rebuild trust. So seek to be a reliable reporter of the present and a trustworthy guide for the future. Make sure that all data is accurate, up-to-date, and well-presented. Another option is to tell stories. Stories are powerful. If you can share statistics and back them up with a specific story, it will give life to the numbers. It places a human face on the statistics. In the early 2000s, I had the privilege of working with a growing church. They had a welcoming family atmosphere and wanted more people to experience it. This desire for growth meant that they were tracking attendance records and the effectiveness of various programs. However, they did not want to lose sight of the fact that their goal was to serve people, each person being special and unique. So they adopted the slogan, our numbers have names, as a reminder of this priority. Your idea affects people, and those people have faces, they have names. The stories you tell can put a human face on the concept you are presenting. I just told a story to emphasize this point. A third option is to create a sense of calling. This is a good choice if you are challenging the audience to make a sacrifice for the greater good. It is also helpful when requesting a short-term sacrifice in favor of long-term results. For example, you might be calling them to take good care of their employees, even when it affects the profit margin, sacrificing for the greater good. Or you might call them to cut back on immediate expenses to preserve resources for a future opportunity, sacrificing short-term ease for a long-term gain. This approach provides the opportunity for the audience to be the hero when that sacrifice pays off. 
Be picky with your presentation content because you know your words are powerful and your time is limited. The good news is that you have the opportunity to choose the very best approach because you simply don't have time for second place content pieces. So be picky. You might not have time for statistic stories and a sense of calling. You might need to focus on one or two instead of trying to do all three. These are tools in your toolbox. So think about your goal, consider the makeup of your audience, and then customize the message to highlight how your information benefits them. Use the options that best fit the job while knowing that other options can be used in other situations. Thanks for listening to this Big Presentations mini-cast. If you'd like to know more about what you heard today, well, then you have two options. One, you can check out Mike's book, Big Presentations in Small Rooms, on Amazon. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, you can check out the next episode where we will go in-depth on the topic that you heard today. We'll discuss what Mike has just talked about and get more into some stories and experiences around these topics. We would love for you to join us on the next episode of the Big Presentations Podcast. Now, whether you are a small business owner or you work as a part of a large corporation or you're involved in some type of municipal work or or nonprofit work, there is a resource that can be helpful for you. Big Presentations in Small Rooms, the book. You can get it in ebook format. Uh, you can get it in print or you can get the audio version. Man, I would suggest that you pick it up and learn from the, the years of experience uh, and the good research that's out there regarding giving big presentations in small rooms. And one more thing, when you get that book and are able to, to be helped by it, be sure to leave a review for it. That, that allows other people to see the quality of the product. So once again, get big presentations in small rooms from Amazon today.